When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, and welcome. So uh, on Thursday, August 20th, we did a lesson on separation of powers and uh, checks and balances. Uh, and we didn't get to go through all of the scenarios that you looked at. So I wanted to uh, get this recorded so that we could uh, go through and um, just go through real quick each one, um, you know, some of the checks and balances. And, and now remember the key thing here, don't get confused with separation of powers and uh, checks and balances. They are separate things. So separation of powers is just we don't want the accumulation of all those abilities that the different branches have into one branch or, or one person's hands. So we don't want uh, you know a, a president uh, or a Congress that can write laws, enforce, and, and judge the laws. We, we don't want that. There's uh, conflict of interest and, and things like that that goes on there. So we, we separate them out and they uh, are supposed to, to stay somewhat separate. Okay, but if you've ever done one of those Venn diagrams where, you know, you have the, the circles and they overlap. And so there's some things they, they kind of work on and do together. That, that's how our government works, because remember, the, the president and Congress, they have to work together to an extent. All right. They can't just go do their own thing. It, it, the country's not going to run that way. Uh, so typically what we have today is the president runs on an agenda and Congress will attempt to sometimes work with the president, um, you know, even when they're from different parties, uh, they will, because think about it this way, the president got elected. So there's obviously some kind of mandate from the people that they like that, those policies. Now, whether you agree with, with the president's policies or not, that if they're elected, that means that somebody, okay, and enough constituents of these congressmen like them, that they're going to at least make an attempt to do some of those policies. And so, you know, they have that that work, work together. Uh, the judges, you know, the, they're appointed by the, the, the Supreme Court, I mean, uh, by the uh, president, uh, appointed, uh, approved by the the Senate. So, you know, there's that work working together. Uh, the, the, the Supreme Court is probably the most insulated from these, from the other two branches, uh, in that, you know, once they're appointed, uh, they serve for life, all right? So they can't be fired. So, you know, if uh, the Supreme Court made a ruling that President Trump didn't like, um, he couldn't go in there and just fire everybody, all right? So there is is that kind of stuff. But uh, all this stuff comes from the, the Constitution. Articles 1, 2, and 3 are what kind of outlines the powers uh, that the, the president, the legislative branch, and the um, judicial branch have uh, over each other. Now, some of the things that have kind of morphed you know with judicial review that's not really listed in the constitution but it's something that the, the courts took so let's run through these these five slides um and i am doing both a podcast and a uh, screencast so if you're visual you know obviously you're going to want to watch the uh, screencast if you just want to pop in your ear pods and and listen and not have to worry about uh, you know uh seeing anything then you can just do the the whole uh podcast thing all right so for round one we had three things we had the executive uh you know, banning, signing an executive order to ban atheists from holding top posts in the federal government. Legislative branch, uh, they had refused to act on the president's nominee 
for UN ambassadorship before they left for the break. And the judicial, they announced they were going to create three new appellate courts. So uh, for the executive, all right, the, the executive order, uh, both the legislative and the judicial have some checks there. All right. Uh, the legislative branch, they could write up new legislation. OK, they could they could go you know, almost you know, uh, out of their way to to basically counteract the executive order. And this is good for any executive orders, not just this one. The Congress, if they want now, it might take a while because it's got to go through the process that we're going to get to. And uh, when we get to Congress, but um, you know, they could write up a piece of legislation that basically says, hey, anybody, whether they're atheist, whether they're the most religious person in the world uh, is allowed to hold a top post. So they can go that route. And then the judicial branch, uh, that's going to be challenged. Okay? That executive order is going to be challenged and the Supreme Court would probably get it uh, because both sides would appeal. So if the lower courts, they would start off in a federal district court. If they you know, rule in the executive branch's favor, then you know the, 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 the people who have uh, the plaintiff would appeal to the appellate courts and it will continue to work its way up. And I imagine the Supreme Court would eventually say, hey, that's going to be discrimination. You can't do that. Uh, and so it would be overturned. So both the legislative and the judicial have some options there as far as checks and balances go. All right. So the Senate uh, refuses to act on the president's nominee for you and ambassador before they adjourn for the holidays. Really, the only one that will have a, a check here is the executive branch. Uh, and so the president, uh, in this case, there is a a clause in Article 2 of the Constitution that says that if, if Congress is on break, they are allowed to, to make some recess appointments and go get around the, the whole Senate confirmation. So this is a situation where, where the Senate has basically just said, we're not going to, to do anything here. If you, I don't, you're probably too young to, to think back to this, but President Obama made a, a judicial pick right after, um, right at the end of his term, uh, one of the justices had died kind of unexpectedly and the, the Republican Senate just sat on it and did nothing. OK, had they taken a break had they re recessed for any period of time, uh, Obama could have just done what I just talked about and just uh, you know, named him and appointed him and he, he, they would have became uh, Supreme Court justice. Now, there is somewhat of a caveat there. They do. They are subject to to some hearings later on down the road uh, and it might be a, a short term, uh, but they do have that option. Okay, so I've been that check. And then the judicial branch, well, the legislative branch would have been all over this one because the judicial branch does not, it does not say in the uh, Constitution that they're allowed to create new appeals courts. They, they don't have that power. The only people that have that power is the legislative branch. So the legislative branch would have been all over that. Okay, uh, for round two, we had the executive, <clears throat> the attorney general orders extended detention of suspected terrorists without pressing charges. So uh, this is not the president necessarily, but the bureaucracy, so part of the executive branch, the legislative branch, uh, Senate orders U.S. troops to the Sudan to end humanitarian disaster. And then the judicial branch, uh, federal district court in Alabama, orders tax increase to ease prison overcrowding. All right. So for the executive, with the whole uh, extended detention of suspected terrorists without pressing charges, uh, once again, Congress, you know, uh, as part of their powers from the Constitution, they could write up uh, legislation that would basically stop this. Okay. Uh, and then the judicial branch, uh, they have judicial review again, and this might get challenged here. All right. I, I don't know, but uh, it could possibly get challenged. And so they could uh, use their power of judicial review to overturn uh, some of these charges and, and in doing so probably overturn the whole uh, order from the attorney general. All righty. Uh, the legislative branch, the Senate orders the U.S. troops to the Sudan. Well, uh, the president's probably going to have a problem with this because he's the commander in chief. 
And while Congress is really the only one uh, that can declare war, uh, they don't move troops around like that. That's not a part of their uh, their job. It's not in the Constitution they can do that. Uh, it's in the Constitution that the president, in Article 2, he is named the commander-in-chief, so that would be his role. And then the judicial, uh, the federal district court in Alabama orders tax increase. Well, that's not a part of their deal. All right, It's not in the Constitution that the judicial branch can order tax increases. The only people that can mess with your taxes is your congressman, and specifically it's got to start on the House side. So uh, they would be all over uh, the judicial branch once again uh, for kind of overstepping their bounds there. All right, round three uh, for the executive, we had uh, President Bush vetoing assault weapon bans to protect the rights of hunters. The legislative branch, uh, Patriot Act II, removes all warrant requirements for the FBI searches. And then the judicial, uh, the U.S. District Court finds former Secretary of Defense guilty. Close friend of the president could face five years for lying to Congress. All right, so first up, uh, Bush vetoes a assault weapon ban. Uh, the legislative branch could overturn this with a two-thirds vote of the full Congress. And if you're ever writing about this or answering a question about this, you need to be sure to know, hey, if they're going to overturn a veto, it is the full Congress. It is not just the House. It is not just the Senate. It's going to be uh, have to be both of them. So whatever two thirds, once again, I, I told you all and I've been very upfront with you, math is not my strong point. Uh, whatever two thirds of that 535 is, uh, is what that number is going to be. But that would be the, the check there. OK. Uh, and. Yeah, because the. Yeah. Uh, the legislative branch, so the Patriot Act removes all warrant requirements for the FBI searches. That's not going to fly. All right, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you. Uh, they are going to, that's going to be challenged real quick. There's a group out there called the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, uh, that looks and aims to protect people's civil liberties. And your right to free, or freedom of, of from search and seizures, unlawful search and seizures, is one of those liberties that they, they hold pretty dear. And so uh, they would put that into the court system pretty quickly. And I would imagine that the Supreme Court would overrule and say that this is unconstitutional. So there is that check on them. And then finally, the U.S. District Court finds former Secretary of Defense guilty. Close friend of the president could face five years for lying to Congress. So if this is the case, you know, whether they're guilty or not, the president does have the right. Uh, and it is listed in the Constitution in Article 2 that the president can pardon people. And so uh, they could, uh, the president, if he wanted to, he doesn't have to, but if he wanted to, he could overturn basically this decision and pardon uh, this person. Now, one of the key things there for the pardons, it does have to be federal crimes. It cannot be state crimes. Uh, and if you think back to a couple uh, months ago, I can't remember when um, Trump's lawyer was uh, arrested and tried and, and convicted and all that kind of stuff. Um, there was some concern on the people who got him convicted that the president was going to just pardon them. All right. And the uh, the attorney general of New York. So the state level, they went ahead and they charged him with some things also. And because you can't be pardoned for state crimes. All right. So the president. So if you know, if you uh, uh, kick somebody in the shin and you're thrown in jail, uh, the president cannot come in and save you. All right. Because that's a, a local slash state thing. It wouldn't be a federal thing. All right. For round four, we had President Obama, <laughs> excuse me, uh, signing a global warming treaty. A global warming treaty. Energy industry is alarmed. All right. Uh, the legislative branch, we had uh, Congress overrides the presidential veto of the uh, senality bill, creating an age limit for seven years for federal judges. And then the judicial branch, the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade. All righty. So for the executive branch, um, the uh, legislative branch could they would probably be pressed here by um, the energy industry uh, to do something. And so uh, they in the Senate 
could possibly not confirm the, the treaty. That's in that's the part of their their advice and consent. Uh, they have to confirm all treaties. So if enough senators were upset or over this, then they would just not uh, confirm or approve of the, the treaty. For the legislative branch, uh, the president. Okay, so he has a veto overridden here, and you know what's he, what's he, what's what's left for him to do? Well, he could possibly um, write an executive order, uh, but I don't know that that would um, really be the way to go here uh, to get rid of this bill. Uh, it'd probably be more uh, on the courts to eventually, probably, possibly have this challenged and then rule it as unconstitutional. All right. Um, and then the judicial branch overturns Roe versus Wade, abortion right groups and president outraged. Uh, so, you know, remember, uh, the, the legislative branch can always write up legislation that kind of goes against it. Or probably the better bet would be to create an amendment. All right. For example, back in uh, 89, Texas versus Johnson, uh, the flag burning case. Uh, nobody was happy that the Supreme Court said it was OK to burn the flag. So the federal government created a federal law. Uh, their better bet would have been to create a federal, uh, not a federal, but an amendment, because they probably would have had support at the time for that. Uh, but they chose to go the legislative rant, rant, uh, route. And so that was overturned also at the federal level. So, um, you know, it, it's important to, 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 yes, legislation can be written, but legislation can always be declared unconstitutional. All right. Last one is the. Um, Round five here. So the executive Trump names uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger to the Supreme Court. Lack of legal background. Cyborg pass raises concern. Uh, the legislative, they uh, passed a resolution convicting Barry Bonds of illegal drug use. And then the uh, judicial, the Supreme Court announces new attorney general reorganization of the Justice Department expected. All right. So these are pretty simple uh, for the whole uh, Arnold thing to the Supreme Court. The Senate would just not approve. All right. This would be uh, the whole advice and consent thing from the Senate. And they would just say, no, we're not going to uh, to confirm that person for the legislative branch. Uh, Congress passes the resolution convicting Barry Bonds of illegal drug use. Uh, the president, in theory, could, since this is a federal thing, uh, could you know, pardon Barry Bonds. I would think Barry Bonds needs that, but, you know, whatever. Uh, you probably know who he is. Uh, but there is that. And then also the Supreme Court could overturn uh, this resolution, all right, saying it's unconstitutional. And then finally, um, the Supreme Court announces new attorney general, reorganization of the Justice Department. Well, first off, the president will be all over this because so the Supreme Court doesn't get to announce new attorney generals. They don't get to appoint new attorney generals. That's the president's job, all right? And then uh, as far as the organization of the Justice Department, well, the Supreme Court can't do that either. That's not in the Constitution, but it is in the Constitution that the legislative branch can do that. OK, uh, and the president with the legislative branch's help could also do it. So uh, there are some checks that they can do there. All right, guys. So there is the, the, the checks and balances. If you have questions about those, please hit me up and uh, we'll go over them and be sure you're OK. All right, guys, you all take care and I will see you all uh, later.